Hey guys, and welcome to the very first episode of the new podcast, A Charge to Keep, the official podcast of Rio Hondo Prep Football. I'm very excited about this. As, as if you guys can tell on uh, YouTube, those watching, we have a new background. We have our new logos. This is a podcast that is um, is separate but equal from the uh, the Get Home Safe podcast that I've been doing the past couple of years. I've just felt that the Real Hondo Prep brand uh, needed its own platform. So here we are. It is June fourth, twenty twenty two, and I know some of you are wondering, like Real Hondo Prep, what do you mean they're going into summer? There's no games or anything going on right now. Yes, I know that, but we are officially kicking off the twenty twenty two football season here today on the first episode of the charge to keep podcast. Now you guys can call it whatever you want. The charge to keep podcast, uh, a charge to keep is the official title. However, it, it flows, uh, it flows from your lips. Uh, I'm just happy to have you guys here and I'm very excited about, uh, this adventure. Uh, two years ago, I started the get home safe podcast and was just thrilled with how it has turned out, how it's evolved. Didn't know much about podcasting when I started. Some would argue I still don't, but I have enjoyed every second of it. And uh, last year in 2021, 20, yeah, 2021, when we did the Real Hondo Prep weekly podcast show, uh, I saw that there was a lot of potential here for Rio uh, to have its own platform. There was an interest from people from all over the country, graduates, uh, people from the past, uh, future students. I thought this would be a great way for Rio Hondo Prep Football to be taken to the next level. And, I, and I, I'll, I'm going to have uh, with me here shortly head coach Mark Carson, uh, who, who just finished a, a graduation last night of his 2022 seniors, uh, a, a group of young men and women at that matter, uh, who will definitely definitely be uh, a class to always be remembered for everything they had to go through. And then uh, their legacy in, in real Honda prep football, the girls had a, had an incredible softball season this year and uh, the past couple of years. So this podcast is dedicated to real Hondo prep football. However, there will be some real Hondo content throughout the season with boys and girls, basketball, maybe some boys and girls, volleyball, uh, baseball, softball. I will do my best to put time and effort into this thing, to take it to the next level and to really um, just, just talk real Hondo prep sports. But my dedication is to real Hondo prep football. That is 10, 11, however many weeks the season goes. And, the, and then of course the playoffs, I think real Hondo prep football is special. It deserves its own brand. Uh, some of you guys may, may come at me. Hey, how come you're not talking about uh, boys basketball or, or girls softball? It's like, I'm going to get to it. I'll get there. I can't go to every game. I can at least pay attention to every football game. And again, the school tradition, it, it, it's been it's been so good at so many things, but, but football has been the one constant, I will say uh, in real Hondo prep. And, and I don't think that's any disrespect to any other uh, programs at the school. Uh, we have great academics, great art department. There's all kinds of things that Rio does well, but my passion that I've newly discovered is real Hondo prep football. I, this is an opportunity for me to give back. And I want to do this uh, throughout the year. The get home safe podcast is still my personal podcast, my viewpoints, uh, where I'm going to bring people on still as guests to talk about their lives and, and their journey and everything. Uh, but the real Hondo prep podcast here, a charge to keep, which is named after the school's alma mater. Uh, we'll play it at the end of every episode. And uh, yeah, that's where we got the title from. And I just thought it was very fitting. So uh, the nice 
RH logo there, which is uh, on the, the football helmets now with, uh, with the, which coach coach Carson, it's kind of rebranded the program a little bit, but some of the things are still constant and I'm really excited about this. Can't wait to jump on board, uh, have coach Carson jump on board here. We're going to talk about the summer program. What uh, you know, now that the countdown to the football season is officially underway and uh, maybe talk about this podcast, some ideas. I just want to get Rio Hondo prep football, um, the, the credit it deserves, the attention it deserves. I want this, I, my plan, guys, no matter where my life takes me, is I want to do a Real Hondo Pro football show every year from here until uh, I am no more and um, just, just give my heart and soul into this thing. So that is my plan. I've always been a huge sports fan. And I've mentioned before on the Get Home Safe podcast, I am, uh, you know, I love my other teams, but they never love, love me back. I was never a Ram. I was never a Laker, a Dodger. I was, I was a real Hondo prep care. And I think all of us can relate to that, even uh, though we go about our daily lives and uh, new adventures. And, you know, we still want to check in on those Friday nights and see how, how the boys are doing. So anyway, the charge to keep podcast is here. We are off and running. I'm so excited about this. Let's bring on uh, head football coach, Mark Carson and talk to him uh, about his excitement for this uh, upcoming season and the, the new, uh, the new platform podcasts and just everything real handle prep football related. Let's bring on head football coach, Mark Carson. Well, we are now joined by head coach, Mark Carson. Mark, it is June 4th. It is never too early to start talking Real Hondo prep football. And now that graduation is behind us, it is officially football season. Welcome to the Charge to Keep podcast. Let's go. Hey, Matt, great to be here. Um, thanks for all you do putting this together. I know our, our, our students, fan base, parents, alumni, all look forward to... Uh, hearing from you and I uh, can't wait to see the next level you go to on your, your podcast and uh, promoting our program and, and all things RHP. Well, you know, Mark, there's, uh, there's, there's big time alumni out there. Some people you would consider like boosters and big donors and things. Uh, there's not much money in these pockets, but what I can give is my time and some content. So uh, there's plenty of ways to support the program and this is the way I choose. So we need to rally everybody and get them more involved, you know? Hey, that's uh especially nowadays reaching out via podcasts social media um, connecting each other making feel people making people feel part of the program um is awesome and and you're doing an awesome you know far far above and beyond what we'd expect so thank you <laughs> well it's just a, it's an honor and a privilege to be considered part of the program and to have the access that you give me uh you know when i graduated like many guys do you're kind of like man how am i ever going to let this go and there was some years there where I went, you know, tried other things, but it all comes circle back to, uh, to, to the gridiron, the real gridiron. And, and here we are. And so this podcast is specifically real Hondo football, uh, but we will dive into uh, other sports. It's a little pressure on the other sports on campus to maybe, uh, you know, be, be consistent and, and make some title runs. Yeah. Um, good for all of us to uh, step up our game, you know, and, and keep, keep the spotlight on. So, if that's a little pressure, fine. But uh, I, I think uh, I don't look at it as pressure. We look at it as opportunity, you know, and yeah. opportunity to shine, opportunity for, for greatness, you know, and you can't do that without being in the spotlight. Well, Mark, last year, you know, I had the Get Home Save podcast, which I'm still going to do, but I, I just – I felt like real Hondo football needed its own platform, its own brand. It is its own brand here in Southern California. And uh, I'm just so excited about this. Last year was like a test run 
to kind of mm-hmm. do a weekly show with you and me and fan interaction. I thought it went great. And so yeah. that kind of really propelled me into doing this. And so here we are. This is almost like uh, the SEC. Paul, I feel like Paul Feinbaum. We're talking high school football in, in June, but uh, it's never too early. My plan for this, Mark, is to have, obviously, this is our June kickoff podcast. Uh, maybe we'll check in with you in July, kind of like a midsummer update. And then yeah. once August hits, my plan is to go weekly, uh, building up to yeah. the big game on August 26 against the El Monte Lions. What do you think, man? You up for all this? Sounds great. Yeah, and uh, we're getting June's a big month for us preparation-wise. We start Monday with our training. We have two seven-on-sevens next week, one at Baldwin Park, uh, one at La Cunata. And um, our guys are, are pumped up. Um, new group, right? We're turning over. Uh, really a great senior class, uh, one of our all-time uh, great classes. Um, at the same time, though, it's it's time to focus on next year's group and what they're going to offer, what they're going to bring to the table. And you know what? I think uh, people are going to like what they see. Absolutely. We know we're going to get max effort from those guys and uh, hard work from the coaching staff as well. Uh, while we mentioned that senior class from 2022, last night, in fact, they graduated. Uh, mm-hmm. It was it was it's bittersweet, right, to see to see these young men uh, and the women graduate and, and cross that uh, that that threshold and, and turn the cap, the, the castle cap and gown and all that. But the yeah. tassel. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it, it's it's great to see that. But you also you know, you're going to miss them. And, and there's so many great memories yeah. I know uh, that you had with that senior class the past few years. Yeah, uh, without a doubt, they were. Um... one of our best senior classes, I think. And, um, you know, it's hard to say, hard to rank them, right? It's hard to rank them. But um, the fact that these guys really the last three years um, were integral part of our teams, right? Um, You go back to their sophomore year, 2019, and um, the role they played on that team, a lot of them were on the field. You know, JG steps in, and I think that was week three, uh, for injured Brian Flores uh, at, t- at tailback and pretty much um, runs away with the position, never never relinquishes that um, just because he was too good to get him off the field, right? Um, and then Gio, Jaden, Paul, Royal, Ray, um, Damien, of course, um, all these guys just played huge roles in that team. And then the 2020 season was the crazy lockdown shortened season where we played spring football and um, went undefeated at 3-0. But uh, the highlight of that was probably playing at the Rose Bowl uh, against Pauly and winning that game 8-7 in, in an amazing game, come from behind win. And then last year's team, you know, we just, mm. uh, uh, despite our best efforts not to, steamrolled everybody and uh, uh, probably put us in a, in a playoff spot that we'd have been better off being somewhere else to make a run. But uh, it gave us a great opportunity, and that was to play Charter Oak. And, um, you know, really a, a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity maybe to play them. And uh, I think that win, from a coach's perspective, might carry more cachet than even winning the championship, you know. And so uh, was, that was a great win for the program. So these guys are going to always be remembered for that. Um, really hard workers, great guys on and off campus, great leaders on campus, and um, just a fun group that we're going to miss. Yeah, seriously. And you know what, Mark, they remind me of, uh, remember, I think it was Kentucky versus Duke, all, the Christian Leitner shot. 
that Kentucky yeah. group, I think they were called like the unforgettables or something like that because yeah. they, 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 that, that group of guys, senior class, they, they hung around when Kentucky basketball was down and under sanctions yeah. or whatever. And they came up just short against Duke. That's who these guys remind me of. And, and Mark, I want to off the bat here. I want to uh, stir up a discussion. I want to get the alumni a little fired up. Uh, you had, <laughs> You had a uh, you had a nice speech last night. I'll give you credit, but you, there was about a minute there where you talked about this last year's team honoring the seniors. That although it was very well said, I think you might get a little pushback from uh, some of the alumni. Let's let's go ahead and give that a listen. It's about a minute long. Okay. There have been a lot of great football teams in RSP history. Look along the south side of the gymnasium, you'll see fourteen CIF championship banners up there. All great teams. Some great teams that didn't win the CIF championship. Uh, this team is one of those that did not win the CIF championship. Now, objectively, how do you measure how good they are stacking up against those teams and so forth? Um, obviously, I'm probably a little biased, very close to the situation. But I've uh, seen most of Rohana Prep football um, since I was a kid in the mid 80s. This is one of our top teams, if not the top. And um, Cal Preps, which ranks teams, they um, rank this year's team, compared to all our other teams, as the best team in the Rohana Prep history. Now, I love those guys. We had a text chain going after our awards, and um, you can match up to hypothetical matchups. 2018 against 2021, and Cal Preps does the matchup and tell you who would win. And these guys beat all those teams that hung banners up there. Now, it's a small consolation, but yeah, you can give them a round of applause. Okay, okay. <laughs> well, Coach Carson, you got a lot to say. I mean, look at I love this senior class, but 14 CAF championships, there's a lot of great teams that didn't win a championship. I mean, if if, the, if those words don't stir up the alumni talking RHP football right now, I don't know what will. Hey, hey, um, I'm glad that was recorded and glad that's out there because, uh, hey, I'm all about it. Let's stir up the conversation. Let's have the conversation. And um, it, it was meant, and I tried to make sure I came across this way. There's no disrespect to the past teams. Um, it was just this, such the unique situation that, that this team played under in the uh, new CIF format. Um, where the you're not even replaced by prior years, you're replaced by that year's um, quote unquote competitive equity formula that that they use. Um, and so, you know, no doubt had this team played in the old setup, I think everyone you talked to, pretty sure we would have won a championship, right? And so, um, right, it seemed like that's how you bring in the discussion. Well, you can't be one of the greatest unless you want it, want it, want it all. Um, but it's playing different set of rules, right? And so that's oh, what's yeah. really tricky. And, um, but it, it makes for great, great uh, discussion, great fodder. And um, yeah, after our awards banquet, our football banquet, um, some of the guys got online or on our group text and they started doing, you can project matchups on, on match preps. And so um, they did uh, this year's team against all our great teams. And this year's team, according to Cal Preps, would win. Now you can discuss, I saw, uh, some of the guys from the 2019 team after graduation where they were joking around, Hey coach, what about us? What are you going to? And um, there was another great team that didn't win. And I go, Hey, well, you guys, man, you guys have the, the O-line that might've given this team a lot of trouble. And, and you know, so that's what's fun about it. And you can compare. And uh, 
when you have so many good teams, very few schools can even have discussions like this, right? And uh, usually it's, oh, wait, you know, the 84 team was hands down the best because blah, 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 blah. You know, and, and really we can have this discussion and, and there's uh, arguments on both sides. And uh, yeah. Well, so you know what, you know what? You know what, what hurts, what hurts the discussion is that the older we get, the better we were, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. We think, you know, we think yeah. we're we think we're really good at 20 years old. Oh yeah. I was yeah. really good a couple of years ago, but when we turn like 40, we're like, Oh, we, we could have beat it. Yeah, come this. on. Yeah. 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 We would have no, blown no. those teams out. Yeah. And so <laughs> I hope, I hope, um, as part of the RHP family, everyone feels supportive no matter what year they played here, uh, of past teams last year's team and future's team, you know, whatever it is, uh, hopefully everyone feels pride in those teams and, and that we can have a discussion, a fun discussion. And, and we haven't even, you know, brought in the eight man teams. How do you compare those to our 11 man era? Um, and that'd be a whole nother, whole nother discussion because yeah. Mark, this is, this is based, this podcast is going to be uh, the Saturday morning coffee shop in a small town. That's, that's what this podcast is going to be like, go. you know, and, and all year. All, just like uh, Hickory, right? In uh, Hoosiers. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I want, I could already see John Lee or Jeff Fairley or uh, Paul Clark right now typing an, uh, an angry worded email to, to you in the podcast, but I love it. Let's, yeah. let's do we it. Let's just have a round table and bring it in. Yeah, let's go. And, and you know, um, we can't compare some of those teams prior to the 11 man era, but uh, hey, the algorithm's the algorithm. What do I have to say? It's <laughs> algorithm. Let's settle this song on the field. Uh, <laughs> hey, Mark. So you mentioned your season has officially started. I mean, you, you're, the work mm -hmm. goes in. What are first of all to help the fans? What are kind of the restrictions? Can you practice? You know, five days a week starting now. When can you practice a, a full week? What's the summer layout for you guys? Yeah, um, not a whole lot of restrictions. The only um, kind of written in written in stone description restriction from CIF is you have to have 14 days consecutive off. And so as long as you do that sometime in the summer between your last day of school and your first practice in August, um, then you're fine. Um, we schedule it. So the guys come four days a week, Monday through Thursday. Um, and they're coming three hours. Um, weight room time is kind of staggered up by groups, but, but they're on campus three hours and that includes practice uh, lifting, running and, and, uh, meetings. And then, um, we give them the weekends off Friday, Saturday, Sunday, kind of recuperate and enjoy your summer. You know, we think the guys, uh, you want to enjoy your summer as a high school kid too. So, um, it allows them to go, you know, out of town if they want to do or whatever. Um, our, our, um, our guy, Ryan McCullough, uh, he's taken several recruiting trips over the, over those weekends. So it worked out for a guy like him. Um, and future RHP uh, recruitable football players too to uh, do that and uh, gives the staff just gives it gives the staff a weekend off too. So uh, that's how we have it set up. So so are you going early mornings or so or afternoons so guys can go, get, do some jobs and stuff or what? Yeah, we do afternoons um, so guys can work. If anyone wants to do, needs to do summer school or wants to do summer school, they can do that in the morning. Um, and then it also leads into seven on sevens. So rather than doing morning and coming back, they just go right into it. Um, or if they're coaching in KYL, which a lot of our guys will do one or two days a week, they can go to practice and then go to coaching right after that. So we just, even though it's hot and uh, we still think morning uh, afternoons work out best schedule wise. That and it's tough, toughen them up a little bit. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's the time of the year you, you'll be practicing anyway. So, okay, so here's yeah. a serious question. I don't mean to be uh, disrespectful or anything, but uh, what on earth does a team that run the ball 95% of the time, what do they do in a seven on seven and explain how seven and seven works uh, for those who don't know? Yeah, um, that's a great question because we do not put as big of emphasis on that as other programs for the reason you just mentioned, you know, we're throwing the ball 10, 15% of the time, maybe on a certain game, 20%, but it's usually less than a quarter of the time, right? Um, we got a guy who can sling it this year, good wheels in Armando Carvajal. Uh, so maybe we'll throw a little more, maybe not, but um, we're not going to veer too far from our base core philosophy of, you know, good things happen when you run the ball and uh, you control the game, um, control the tempo, and that's what we're going to always do. So our offense doesn't, you know, we work on our, our, our uh, play action and our spread game, but yeah, um, you know, we'll be running play action when no one does that on seven on seven. Usually it's just hike the ball and send five deep and like, okay, you can do that, but um, that means you have five, five men in the block, right? And, and uh, you're not going you're to have, you know, under two and a half seconds to get that ball off. Yet they'll sit back to the patent for five or six seconds and then sling it. It's like, so it's not real football, right? And uh, so offensively, you know, we just try to run our stuff. Same thing on defense. We're running our stuff. We're one of the few teams that will actually blitz because we're going to work on what we're actually going to work on, right? And, and you can't blitz and get the QB. You just blitz and then, like, take a knee when you cross the line of scrimmage or whatever. But we want to do what we're really going to do. And so um, truth be told, we probably lose most of our seven-on-sevens. And it's always a handshake at the end. Hey, see you in the fall, you know? Um, <laughs> congratulations. See you in the fall. You just beat us in flag football, but it's okay. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is. You get, you get your work on your coverages. There's no rushing of the passer. Uh, it's, it's basically the four down linemen uh, for most defenses. You know, you guys run a yeah. unique three, three, five. So someone's always coming. So if you do blitz, you, you, you just to execute your defense, you, you send a guy, but as soon as he, right. you know, he declares himself or he takes a knee and right. the center snaps the ball and then you got backs and receivers. So it is unique, but it does help you guys, Mark, in the sense of most teams now do run a spread attack, so it's really good reps for you guys defensively. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, offensively, it's not really what we do. Defensively, it is what we're going to do, and we're going to see a ton of it. And so um, it's it's good for that, good for the defensive side of the ball to get those, get those reps and live reps and um, work on your stuff and work out the kinks of your coverage. Uh, works out, work out guys uh, who might not always get reps in practice, but you can throw whoever you want out there in seven on seven and, and backups, potential backups, you know, and just really get work for us. It's about getting work in for those guys and getting better. Um, don't, we don't play. We're always competing and going, going after it. But, but, you know, if we lose a seven on seven, we're, it's, we're not upset about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and help me out here, Mark, with uh, who, who did you say you guys are playing or have scheduled seven on sevens with? So um, we have a four-way with Baldwin Park, um, which I don't even know the other teams, Baldwin Park and two others, um, which will be, you know, you, you play every team once. And then we have La Cunada, Um That's Wednesday. La Cunada is on Thursday over at their place. And that's just the two of us, which is what we prefer. We prefer just two teams, um, less waiting around. Um, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, treat it like the Super Bowl. You know, it's just, all right, we're out here trying to get better. And so uh, we do that. And then we have 
uh, Bosco Tech, um, La Cunada again, both at home um, to round it out. So I think we'll end up with four or five, just seven on seven days. Yeah. Nice, nice. And when did you say you you will be taking this this two week uh, break? Will it be early August, maybe in July? No, it's at the yeah the second um, mid July to early August. We actually give them three weeks. Oh, but, good. Yeah, yeah. Nice and refreshed. Hopefully, uh, yeah. do a little running, uh, running and stuff at home. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, weight room is still open. Um, they can lift. They can run on a, um, you know, it's non mandatory running. <laughs> but they can they'll, they'll and it's it's player-led teams at rio and so they'll come down and they'll they'll make sure their guys if they're in town they're running and lifting and so forth so that's good oh, that's awesome i mean you mentioned uh ryan mccullough i mean he's he's really the uh, the elephant in the room he's he's your big stud uh has had a great career at rio already um if you follow him on twitter i mean he 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 posts you do a great job of posting uh, his accolades uh, what a special young man to go through this Rio program. Uh, I've been impressed with just how he carries himself and how, you know, he's, he's the biggest man on campus, but yeah, I mean, you wouldn't know it. He's just one of the guys and academically he has excelled and, and given himself a lot of options in college. He has, you know, the Boise States, the, uh, the mountain West type schools, the PAC 12 schools, but he's also got what three Ivy league offers now. Three Ivy league offers. And, um, this might be breaking news, and I don't know if Ryan's announced it yet, but uh, Rice is going to offer them too, and they're like kind of the the Stanford of Texas, um, yeah. a very high academic school. Um, so yeah, uh, you don't see a lot of guys with that breadth of offers, you know, um, from the high academic Ivy League schools down to uh, to Pac-12 schools, to Mountain West schools, kind of. Um, so it's a credit to Ryan, um, the work he's put in in the classroom, of course. And then, you know, training on the field and so forth. And, and the coolest thing about all that, and, and this could be a whole other podcast, but um, how impressed these coaches are with Ryan, uh, just how he comports himself, how he handles himself, uh, talking to different coaches who come, come on campus to meet him. And um, he just does a great job representing himself, his family, and, of course, Ronald Prep and our football program. So that's been fun to, to, to be a fly on the wall sitting in there and uh, – listening and being a part of all that's been really fun well and it's really awesome that you you have kind of a guy that you can uh you can be in as an show as an example to up up and coming students or or students or parents even who are like well can my can my son you know uh if he comes a rio can he play at the next level well he's going to be challenged great uh, academically and can excel there and then uh, obviously the proof there with with his uh, athletic accolades but man ivy league offers cal berkeley that's no easy school yeah. to get into colorado i mean uh he's got some fun decisions here to make and and we wish him nothing but the best what a what a leader for you and your football team mark yeah he and he and his family his mom and dad they're going to make a great decision um wherever he ends up it's going to be it's going to be um i totally totally trust that they're going to make a great decision on that and um, you mentioned, yeah, for future RHP students, um, letting them know. And I think, let's say Ryan was at another school. Um, I don't think he puts the film out that he did with us, right? And um, because it shows him doing so many different things, he's dominating on both sides of the ball. And his film just popped. And um, you added that, just his, his interpersonal communication and the training that he's received at Rio with that as well. Um, and then the, the academics, which, you know, his, his grades speak for themselves. Uh, people are just super impressed 
with, with this guy. And um, when they meet him, you know, they only get more impressed. You know, they say they've seen his film. And so um, I think it's a great, it's a great setup. And, and um, you know, we're not, he's not one of 30 guys at, at modern day who's getting recruited and whatever. He's the guy. So people come just, you know, they want to know about him. Right. And yeah. he's, um, even though they say they're just visiting campus and whatever, but, <laughs> but um, it's enabled us to, you know, really focus on him. And, and if we have a handful of guys like that, get their stuff out um, via huddle and Twitter and so forth and, and texting these coaches and just working that to, to get them um, in a spot like that. But it's, it's all Ryan, you know, I'd say I, I'm 2% of, of the equation here. It's all Ryan and the work he's put in. Um, and the size, dude. I mean, size and speed. We've had a, a ton of great football players, right? Um, but as the uh, there's a Utah coach <laughs> who uh, was on a campus, and uh, he walked in, and Ryan walked in, and he he looked at him. He goes, "You're a big mf'er, aren't you?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> part of my French coach, and uh, it's all good. So. Um, <laughs> People want to come and see him in person, right? Because he looks so dominant on film, and then you see him in person, he and he stacks up to what he looks like, you know. And it's like, yeah. oh man, he's the real deal. Well, you know, this this pod isn't going to be, you know, the Ryan McCullough podcast, but we are going to give him a lot of attention this year because he does have the big college offers. And again, it's not just all about his athletics. He's he really is a, a guy of character. He sums up what a care is. Uh, Mark, you told me a funny story in baseball season. Uh, you know, he just gets to the plate and, and destroys baseballs. Uh, he hit a grand slam in the Chadwick game. And you, you, you told me some information about where that ball landed. Cause I, I jokingly asked you when I saw the clip on Twitter, man, where did that ball land? And you told me. Yeah. Landed in the, the back of his dad's truck. <laughs> <laughs> it is crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That is hilarious. Yeah. But you, yeah, and you mentioned it. Ryan's a great team guy. The fact that he puts so much into baseball, and he's just a real guy. And you know, he wanted to be um, at graduation tomorrow night. Um, I mean, last night, um, even though he's flying up to Cal this weekend on a recruiting visit, and and they explained like they wanted to come up a day early because I want to be with my guys, and they totally got that. And um, I think Ryan recognizes, you know, his his guys, the seniors graduating, the guys in his current class will be on next year's team they help them get where he, he is too. And he appreciates those guys as well. And so it's just a really cool thing uh, to see that. That is, that is awesome, man. Yeah. That's uh can't say enough about him. Um, now, now for the audience tell, because we see your posts on Twitter, Mark. I mean, there's always a college coach down there at real Hondo prep. Now it seemed like uh, every day for a couple of weeks, when these coaches come to campus, uh, how long are they there? Who do they talk to? Uh, just take take the audience into kind of a, a coach's visit there to Rio Hondo Prep, 5150 Farna Avenue. Yeah, so they um, usually reach out, either uh, have my number or, or via Twitter and say, hey, coach, can I come by? And and um, how it's set up, you're, you're supposed to come by and just visit, visit the kids on your campus, right? Um, and they know, we know, and it's, it's it doesn't have to be said, uh, you know, who they want to see, right? Um, and so... Um, we make sure that they bump into each other and then, and then, and then um, have a, um, all, you know, whatever time they need to, to discuss. Um, I do not want to um, sell anybody out or say anything. So, so, um, but, but they have all the time they need and um, it's, uh, 
whatever they need from that perspective. And uh, they do a good job um, feeling them out, talking to them, and um, and just establishing that relationship. And then, and then I always appreciate how, how they want to get insight from, from myself um, about Ryan kind of behind the scenes. And it's funny, the last, like, man, is there anything wrong with this guy? What's wrong with this guy? What, what am I missing? And it's like, no, man, there's nothing wrong with them. And so, um, yeah. And so the, the time, it just depends. Uh, it, it's a range. Because there's, there's protocols and, and, yeah. and rules and things that these coaches have to follow when they are right. uh, looking at players and recruiting and such. And so, uh, yeah, there's a certain way to do things just to make sure every box yeah. is checked. Uh, but right. I want to ask from a program standpoint, Mark, uh, you know, I don't know that we've had this many college coaches on Rio's campus before. What are some of the questions they ask you, not just about Ryan, but about the Real Hondo Prep program? Yeah. Have they heard of Rio before? Are they impressed with the campus? Are they, is it kind of like, are there questions? Like, uh, what are some yeah. of their thoughts? No, that, that's a great point. Yeah, so um, they'll come on. They always love uh, the campus. They're like, man, it's so cool tucked in this neighborhood here. They'll say stuff like that. And then with the um, campus really um, modernizing beautification of the whole campus, right? Finishing off with the, the turnaround and entrance plaza um, that's finishing up. It's become a really beautiful campus. And, uh, and so they're always impressed with that. Um, usually show them the weight room, team room. And obviously it's scaled down, right? It's not, it's not uh, St. John Bosco size, or it's not Bishop <laughs> Goldman, right? But it's the same thing, just smaller. And they go, oh, you got a great setup. They'll say stuff like that. This is a great setup. And uh, then they'll ask about the program. You know, it's like, man, you have a small school, right? And, and I'll explain it. And uh, um, I always like to tell them about uh, the youth program that feeds us because I think that kind of explains kind of our success, right? The youth program. And then we're the only tackle uh, football middle school in the San Diego Valley. And so um, I make sure to throw that in just to let them know Guys who come here, they've been playing football for five, six years, sometimes before high school. And um, Ryan was one of those guys. And so um, that's a reason for our kind of sustain, sustained success. And then I'll tell them, yeah, we, you know, we've been in the playoffs 20, whatever, six years in a row. And they're like, wow. And, and um, so they're always impressed by that. And then, you know, uh, one of the coaches was like, hey, well, tell me about your competition level. And then after you could pull in those Cal Preps ranking, well, you know, there's 700 something teams in the state. We're 100 something, right? And then um, mentioned that that Charter Road game, like I said earlier, um, is paying huge dividends as far as that stuff goes. So you told me to them, and they're like, what? A lot of times they're either heading to Charter Road or just come from Charter Road, and they have 10, 11 recruitable guys, right? Three star and up guys. And they're like, you beat them. And so um, that's not Watch a lot. Film. But, yeah, watch that yeah. film. <laughs> yeah, watch the film. Tell me who the best player on the field was, and um, uh, and and that's done a lot for our credibility, right? We talked about that. Yeah, it would have been great to win a championship in Division Thirteen or whatever, um, but I don't think we would have got doing that. Wouldn't have got us the credibility that being Charter Oak, who's you know pretty much as far as college talent, the best program, them in Almont in the San Diego Valley, maybe Muir, yeah, but. Um, and one of the best schools in, in all of Southern California for producing that kind of talent. So um, that, that, that went a long way. But, yeah, they love hearing about it. They love hearing about our brand of football. Um, and, you know, you get these coaches, you can talk all day, right, football, right? So it's, it, it's fun. 
Oh yeah. Hey, that's what the podcast is for too. What, what Mark, who are some of the coaches, uh, I should say the schools that have been on campus, uh, the past couple of months. Um, man, so I'm going to leave some out, but, uh, you mentioned Cal, Colorado, Washington state, um, Utah from the PAC 12, Boise state, San Diego state, Fresno state, UC Davis, Wow. um, Columbia, Harvard, Yale, Princeton, Rice, um, Sac State came down. Uh, that's, I'm, that's, I'm probably missing some, but a lot. Yeah, yeah, a lot. But a, a lot of these schools, they know where Rio is. They know about the success of the program. It may take a little refreshing of the mind, uh, but mm -hmm. I want to tell a story about when Todd and I, your brother, were in the College World Series as fans back in 2008, my summer graduation present. We went out mm -hmm. there for 10 days. And if you remember, Fresno State that year made quite right. a uh, yeah. quite a national championship run. So we were yeah. kind of pulling for Fresno State. And in the middle of the World Series, uh, we saw on the Jumbotron uh, they showed Pat Hill, the Fresno state football coach. Right. And so Todd and I were talking and somehow he convinced me, he said, Hey, you need to go say hello to Pat Hill. So I went yeah. over there, walked behind <laughs> home plate. I waited between innings and I said, I walked over and I said, I said, coach Hill, it's a tremendous honor. Uh, I went to uh, Rio Hondo prep. We're big fans of the program. We're, we're from like, uh, we're from like the LA Los Angeles back in Rio Hondo prep. And he shook my hand. He says, Hey man, Matt, good to meet you. And then he, he took one second like to think, and he goes, that's more of the Pasadena area, isn't it? And I went, Whoa, Pat Hill knows where Rio Hondo prep yeah, is. Yeah. Uh, so that was back in 08. Now all these coaches right. know, and uh, you know, it's not just that little school at the end of the cul-de-sac. Right. It's cool. And it's great for our program for years to come, you know, just, just help building on the tradition and getting them on campus. So when we do have a guy or guys who, who can play at the next level, um, this is help paving the way for that even further. And so, and it's great to be able to tell kids that, that care kid who has, uh, well, will you, yeah, yeah, we will. We'll take care of you. We'll get you, you know, if you got what it takes, we'll get you there. Yeah. Well, a couple more things here, Mark, you mentioned about uh, down on campus, if you would paint a picture for uh, some of the new additions that maybe alumni uh, wouldn't recognize, whether it's, you know, the, the, the baseball field, the entrance that you talked about the weight room, are those TVs up and running? I mean, take us behind the scenes. Yeah. So the um, entrance and all that, um, first, the softball field's been redone and that's beautiful. The, uh, when you would drive down and, and, kind of old field two, which is still um, planning to be used for, um, we're gonna put a basketball court on there. That's not done yet, but eventually that'll get there. And then you go down the uh, back 40 parking lot has all been redone. And um, that looks really nice. And then, but the highlights kind of the, the turnaround plaza and entrance mm -hmm. plaza courtyard, uh, where if you can imagine the old concession area. So that's gonna be, um, and there was a basketball court there. So that's all now an outdoor eating area with shade. Um, they're not there yet, but we're bringing in mature trees and uh, five trees. And then um, that'll provide shade and obvious um, ambiance. And then um, a big tree in the middle of the turnaround. So a great uh, drop off pickup spot. And then our um, new security gate, security fencing going across. Um, so during the school day, you want to come on campus, you're going to have to get buzzed in, uh, but it's all done really well. Um, 
and uh, tied in the brick at the entrance of the school coming off of Farna. Uh, and, and we have a brick um, facade kind of on the uh, new entrance, new turnaround. And that went with our brick backstops uh, on field one, which was all redone at the same time. So it all kind of ties together really beautifully. Um, and you mentioned the weight room. Yes, the weight room is up and running. Um, we can work out 24 guys at a time, and uh, which is tremendous. And it's a uh, been a huge blessing. And our guys, uh, so 24 between two shifts of 24, we can get everyone in there. Uh, JV varsity, everyone done in two hours. Let's say in the, in the summer. So um, that's awesome. And then that's connected to a team room, which will do all our meetings. Um, all told, there's three big screens, 55 to 72 inches. Um, and they're all up, operational, the sound's going, which guys love. And um, yeah, and of course the new weights from Rogue Fitness and, and all that are uh, perfect. And our guys love being in there. Um, <laughs> yeah, and they, we can't get them out of there. We have a, uh, a built-in uh, filtered water system so they can fill up their bottle, bottle filling station. They can fill that up anytime. Uh, we also have a fridge in there stocked with uh, muscle milk shakes, protein bars. So after workouts, they all can um, load up on protein to, to replenish. <laughs> and uh, and then that's it, it, a door leads right out onto the field. And so the field is um, obviously the windows, right? Aren't there windows out looking yeah. on the field? Yeah, beautiful. Yeah. Uh, redid the windows. So uh, five foot high windows looking out on the field. There's five of those that are across. So you can imagine while you're lifting, you're lift, looking out on the field. And it really ties in the green space to the weight room. And um, it, it really works well together. You know, it's just, it, it's turned out really above and beyond what we even thought it could be. Yeah. Coming a long way since that, that hot, uh, that hot shed underneath the scoreboard with one bench press and, uh, you know, <laughs> and, and oh, I didn't mention that we have, um, four split unit AC units. And so it's the best air, most air conditioned room on campus. And, um, so, um, you walk in there, even if you're working outside and the sun, you walk in there, you feel good, man. It's, Love it's, it. I want to go to work. And so got a lot of reasons to get guys in there. It sounds like the TVs, the AC, the drinks. I mean, Hey, let's get to work. There's no excuse guys. No. You have no reason to go anywhere else. Yeah. Yeah. Take care of that room fellas. Take care yeah. of it. Leave it way better than you found it. That that's outstanding. Exactly. Well, uh, Mark, we have, we have to continue to post uh, videos and, and picture uh, pictures of all these things just so to keep uh, those who are, you know, out of state yeah. and, and away uh, keep them involved and intrigued. Is there, is there a website or anything, Mark, where, you know, you can get gear like this. We're both wearing our RH football shirts. Is there a, is there an official real Hondo merchandise place? There yet? should be, there should be. And I think it would, um, be a great fundraiser for our school. Um, but right now, no, there's not. <laughs> so if you want to buy it, you got to just go on campus. Um, and a lot of the stuff we sell in Sportline, uh, the student store there, on campus and then um some of the stuff the football uh some there'll be some football only stuff that you got to get through uh just talk to me or someone yeah sure. hey you've always, you've always been great with that and uh, hey it'll give and people we'll a reason at the games we'll yeah at the game yeah. give you a reason yeah. to go down to campus check out the weight right. room check out you know right. we're gonna set up uh some little donation uh you know i'm, I'm sure people want to give and, and support the program too so we'll have to we're gonna we're gonna set all this up throughout throughout the uh, podcast here mark this is 
pod number one. I'm very excited right. about where we're going. Uh, in the middle of the summer, when I catch up with, with you, I think that's when we'll break down the schedule. But we must first uh, and lastly here talk about uh, game number one on the schedule, August 26th, home game against the El Monte Lions, your 2019 state champions, if I remember correctly. They're coming right. to Care Park. That's game one, about two and a half months away. What are your thoughts on the big game? Yeah, it'll be exciting. Great way to kick off the season. Uh, that's a game we wish we could have played. Had we won our quarterfinal game, we would have played them in the semis uh, that year. Um, so uh, it'll be great. It'll be a great initial test. It's at home. So everyone's going to be hyped up. Um, new coaching staff over there. I believe it's from Sure High School. And so their uh, double wing power run game is now a spread uh, attack, Ooh. which will be interesting. And um, so um, assuming that the coaching staff does what they did at, at their prior stop. And so um, that'll be fun. And um, right, nothing like a backyard brawl. No, I, absolutely. You guys are Arcadia technically. You play in Irwindale, but it's, you know, it's right across the way from El Monte. So uh, right. that's definitely, hey, you, you took down Charter Oak. You've taken down Arroyo. Uh, you've taken down Arcadia. Uh, I think it's, you know, El Monte lines sound like a, a good opportunity to, to do something to, to uh, take down another giant. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Can't wait. Well, Mark, uh, good luck to you and the boys as the football season is officially here. We're two and a half months away, but never too early to talk football. Again, congrats to the 2022 senior class and uh, to the 2023 seniors. It's your time as well as the underclassmen. So, Mark, we're excited about this podcast. I will have you back on in July for our midsummer update. Good luck in the passing tournaments. Good luck with the preparation, man. I'm, I'm, I can't wait. I can't wait for the season to kick off. Thanks, Matt. And, uh, while you're here, if anyone, any alumni who's in town right over the next month or whatever during their summer, they're coming back home, uh, you want to come down and check out the weight room or, or uh, see you around campus, feel free, uh, connect with us, and uh, or even don't connect, just show up. Someone will be down there, and we'd happy to show you around and uh, take care of you that way. So uh, once, once a care, always a care. We'll take care of you. So, Amen to that, man. Yeah, thanks, Matt. I'm looking forward to our uh, continued visits. Yes, sir. A charge to keep. I have right. We're going to recite that uh, throughout the season. And uh, it, I thought it was very fitting for the, the official title of this podcast. Mark, thanks again. I love it. Talk to you in July, my friend. Thanks, Matt. Well, episode one of the charge to keep podcast is officially in the books. I appreciate head coach Mark Carson joining me on this uh, new adventure. He will be here for most of our episodes. Uh, when we get to the regular season starting August 26th, he will be on here after games as we recap uh, the current, the most recent game and look ahead to the upcoming opponent on the schedule. But for now, we are just going to be talking about the football program, what's going on uh, with practices and opponents upcoming and just the schedule, uh, things of that nature. We might even uh, look back in time. It's uh, the history books or some previous teams and, and talk about that. It all depends on how much fan interaction we get here from alumni. The next episode of the Charge to Keep podcast will be in the middle of July, just kind of a midsummer update. You guys heard today kind of the summer schedule, what's going to be going on the next few months. And then uh, once August hits, 
the plan is to come on here weekly as we build up to that August 26th game against the El Monte Lions. We may have some uh, random guests on here, maybe some uh, administration, some former players. Uh, I'm looking at some uh, coaches. We may bring back on bring back on Coach Smoke from Pasadena Poly here at some point in the summer to talk with him about the Rio Hondo Prep football program and how his team is doing as they will be uh, Facing off with Rio here, I think uh, week three or four, somewhere there early in the season. But anyway, big things ahead for the Charge to Keep podcast. I'm so excited about this, and I hope you guys will join us uh, weekly once we hit August. But uh, definitely tune back in in middle of July for episode two, as we will have a midseason update of the Rio Hondo Prep football program. Guys, thank you for joining me today. Uh, new adventure, new logo, new. I haven't even uh, implemented the intro, intro music and uh, and uh, speech from our good friend Dr. Chris Alba. We'll have all that probably by the middle of July. But I wanted the first episode just to get out the day after uh, the Real Hondo graduation as kind of a turning of the page to uh, say thank you to those seniors and kind of look ahead to the upcoming season. Guys, as a reminder, Real Hondo Prep football, fat past and present, always. Be gracious in defeat and humble in victory as we always have a charge to keep. A charge to keep I have, a God to glorify, a never-dying soul to save and fit it for the sky. Arm me with jealous care, as in thy sight to live. And, O thy servant, Lord, prepare a strict account to give.